0: Hello everybody, good morning again, Jerry Lee here, the Manifestor, and we are going to do some deep diving today, and thank you Janet Lee, I never get tired of hearing how you style your music, and I never will. God bless the rest of you here listening, because uh, we are going to cover some ground that is going to be very interesting today. Let's get right on it. Okay, we've been talking about Gog, and we we talk about the Gog factor. Well, I want you to understand that the the Gog factor is uh, much more uh, important and broad than can even be imagined. The the Gog factor is something that it 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 covers throughout the whole Bible, and, and this is just the amazing thing. Uh, that the word Gog, which when people looked at it in, you know, in its few references, uh, apparent few references, uh, they get the idea that uh, you know, it's, it's, it has a factor, but it's not that big of a subject. We are going to discover how big of a subject that the factors of Gog are. And, and I think that by the time we are through with this message, you will just be amazed. And, and, uh, God help me to get all the things said that I want to say today because they are fairly extensive. Okay. Now we, uh, we should take a look at, at, at this word, uh, you know, Lydia. Lydia is the name of of the nation, the empire, the kingdom, uh, that, uh, at Gyges, who is transliterated Gog, uh, was the head of. And, and there was a succession of, of like his son became the next king, and then the son of that son became the next king, and the son of that son became the next king, and the son of that son became, son became the next king. There was five kings all directly descended, uh, and part of of um of of Gaiges. <coughs> so uh this is very, very important and they were over they were over the the kingdom of Lydia. Now a lot of people might think, you know, well, Lydia that that's that's just not something that uh, you know, is in the Bible, but no, you're you're wrong. It is in the Bible, and uh, and one of the things that you you have to understand when you are um, reading in the Bible is that the Bible uh, presents different kinds of names. Like, um, for instance, uh, the first several chapters of Daniel is a direct interpretation from the Chaldean, and and not from the he the Hebrew. Uh, and And it even will tell you that with the slightest amount of checking that that this first several chapters are directly from Chaldean language, so uh, that makes a difference on the transliteration uh, we We often find uh, in the Bible the name of a king, and then we will discover if we do any research that that king also has several other kinds of names. Uh, many times it's just a matter of it being translated from a different language. Assyrian, uh, Babylonian, uh, Mesopotamian, different kinds of names. And so the transliteration uh, makes the name sound like it's an entirely different person. But in fact, it is the same person just uh with that name transliterated uh into another language and then therefore having it come out with a different pronunciation now um this is this is true with the names of of cities and and villages uh, as well as said that it is true of people for instance if you were to look uh in the book of um, of Acts, and um, you you were look say around the ninth chapter of the book of Acts, uh, you would find um, it it very interesting, and we're going to we're going to show that to you. Uh, let's look at um, at Acts uh, verse thirty-two of chapter nine, and it came to pass. It came to pass, as Peter passed throughout all quarters, he came down to the saints which dwelt at at Lydda. This Lydda is Lydia, Lydia or Lydians, Uh, and and so we have it in the Bible. Uh, All you have to do, you can you know you can look up that name, uh, and you'll be able to get the history of it. Uh, The word Lydia or Lydda. Is in the Bible. It's also repeated in the 38th chapter. uh, Pardon me, the 38th verse of chapter 9 of Acts. And for as much as Lydda was nigh to Joppa. Now, that is very, very interesting because um, uh, Joppa uh, was just 11 miles uh, uh, southeast uh, you know, of, of this, um, uh, uh Lydda. Now, we're going to explain, uh, this LIDA. It, it, it is sometimes, uh, refers to, it can refer to a person, it can refer to a, a city, uh, or it can refer to, uh, a, a, a kingdom or nation. And, <clears throat> and, and it has in history, referred to all of, of those uh, those nouns now we want we want you to uh, to really get this down and see how that like Joppa is only 11 miles south you know uh, southeast uh, um, of this lid. Uh Joppa is where Jonah fled from the Lord when God told him to go to Nineveh and to preach to those people, he got on a ship and he fled to to Joppa. So these are names that are known throughout the Bible, and and it was only eleven miles away from from this Lydia where he went. Now there is a strong attraction, uh, you know, to this thing about Lydia, and 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 uh, and and it's also um, in the Bible. Uh, it is spelled L-O-D uh or l u d and and so the the ludians are just another transliteration of lydia and there are quite a few places in the bible that you can find the word uh lude l u d uh and and a history is is uh, involved there so it's um it, it it you've just got to climb onto this ladder uh and understand as we are ascending into this knowledge that that there is a lot in the bible now uh let me take you a little further let's go over to the book of revelations get about get into the first chapters area and and let me just show you something uh, this you will find extremely interesting let's look at um where um where god is uh speaking in this revelation uh through john and let's let's look at uh, chapter two, okay? Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, right. Now, uh, Ephesus um, was was uh, was a town uh, just really really close uh, to uh, you know to to, to, to fact it was in Lydia. It was in Lydia and it's really close, uh, to some of the other towns that we're going to mention, which were the churches that, that it talks to where it says, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus. Um, we're going to really, you know, get, get into, into some, uh, interesting, uh, things on that, uh, because, um, it it uh, It has so much in it about so many different things. Uh, this church of Ephesus was uh, where the temple to the goddess uh, uh, Diane was, which is all connection uh, connected to this to this Lydia thing because it was one of the offspring uh, uh, Crocius, uh who who uh, was one of the richest kings of his era and and was known for the wealth uh who built the the, se- uh, the uh, who built that um great temple who put up the money to build that that great temple after the first one had been destroyed by a flood and 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 uh, it it was one of the seven wonders of the world and it was the temple to diana now we're going to get into this connection here in a big way, as we begin to see that the names like Ephesus is connected. Then we come over to the, uh, next, uh, to the, um, eighth verse of chapter two, to Smyrna, and, and we find out that, uh, Smyrna is only 35 miles northwest of, of Ephesus. And then, uh, in verse, um, 12 of chapter two, uh, it talks about Pergamos uh, uh, and to the angel of the church in Pergamos. Uh, Pergamos is about 45 miles north of of Smyrna, and remember that Smyrna it was it is a seaport city, only 35 miles north of of Ephesus. These are all in the the Asia Minor area. They're all part of what was Lydia. Okay, let's uh let's skip over to um uh verse eighteen and the angel unto the church in Thyatira. Okay, Thyatira uh, uh is about thirty five miles from uh, Pergamum. Uh and um when you begin to see that that all of these um these uh uh these towns are just right close together. They're not very far far at all. And and then we get into um uh, like uh let's look at chapter three. Um, it says and unto the angel of the church in Sardis. Now this is very important. Sardis was the capital of Lydia. It was the capital of Lydia. So um um uh, let's uh, just really, you know, get that all that down. All these, all these connections. All of these, these, uh, these churches, church cities. Let's go to the next one in verse seven, chapter three, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. Uh, 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 Philadelphia. Um, uh, this, this, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, which is another one of the churches, another one of the towns, was only thirty eight miles southeast of Sardis, so all of these churches, including uh, in verse fourteen, the Church of Lady, were were all uh, all close. To, uh, not very far apart, they were all involved under under the uh, uh, the province or or the nation of uh, of uh, of uh, uh, Lydia or Laodicea. and um, uh, and and if you notice that uh, this church here is called the Lady uh, the Laodiceans, that is a root from Lydia from the name Lydia, and and so they're all connected. Come on, people. This thing about the revelation of God, which is being revealed to you, actually has a scarlet line of information all the way through the Bible. It is really, really huge. Now... Let's, let's then go back uh, to the book of Acts and let's look around Acts 19 and remember the teachings that I did to you, uh, uh, uh like in, uh, in verse 19, verse 20, where it talks about in, in t- verse 27, rather, it says, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana, uh, should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshipeth. Uh, this is a man that is complaining about Paul, who was saying uh, negative things against uh, the temple and against uh, the goddess Diana, saying that they were no gods. And but he's saying, "Hey, you know you." let 's not listen to this Paul fellow. Uh, we know that the, that the temple of the great goddess Diana uh, should not should not be despised, certain magnificence uh, destroyed because uh, all Asia and the world worships this god. was this a small thing? Was this a medium thing, a nothing thing? Well, who was it that built that built the seventh wonder of the world temple? after it had been destroyed by nature, by a flood. Who was it that, that put out all the money? One of the close offspring of Gog, who, whose name was uh, transliterated as, as Gyges. So there is a connection, definitely a connection, a major connection, to the Gog family and this temple that's known all over the world. In fact, it's one of the seven wonders of the world. And guess what happens at that temple? And we've preached on and taught on this in verse um, uh, 35. And when the town clerk had appeased the people, he said, "You men of Ephesus, now Ephesus is getting in. It's one of the seven, one of the the the, the churches, uh, um, uh, but it's, which is not far from Sardis, the capital of Lydia. What man is there now? This is how well widespread and known this was." What man is there? What human is there that knoweth not how the city of of the Ephesians, and here we're we're coming back to this connection, is a worshiper of the great goddess Diana and the image which fell down from Jupiter. So here we have the connection now to, to the planets. And we showed, in my other teaching, how that there was this asteroid belt, and so that both Jupiter and Saturn uh were the, were belonged to the, belonged to the gravitational uh, gyration of of that asteroid belt they affected it, and so uh, when you mentioned Jupiter. Uh, you are also mentioning, uh, uh, you are also mentioning uh, Saturn because especially anything that, that, that falls from that area or especially like an asteroid or anything that falls from that area is actually falling both from the effect of gravitation of not just Jupiter, but Jupiter and, and Saturn because of this connection. And it is so important uh, because that connects us to our story uh, about uh the forces of of Lucifer Satan and how that uh, there was these these wars going on uh, uh, in, the, in, in the in the galaxy and and in in the the heavens of the different uh, planets and these teachings that we're teaching, they're just, they're just absolute, absolute Bible. And we shared with you last week how that in the, uh, Septuagint, uh, it translates Amos, uh, seven, uh, chapter seven, verse one, uh, and it says, it says, uh, uh, thus the Lord showed me a swarm of locusts were coming. And behold, uh, uh, are of the young, uh, are of, the, uh, of are of the young, uh, devastating. Uh, 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 who who is Gog, um, the king, the king? So they mention Gog the king as being involved with this this uh, locust uh, plague that is coming. This locust plague, uh, uh, you know. Uh, could not be connected by the King James because they could not understand how that in, um, let's, if you look at Strong's Concordance, uh, 1461, and you get the letters G-U-W-B, uh, which is pronounced goob, which means to dig uh, the husbandman, that is connected with 1463, uh, G-O-W-G, which which transliterates to the word gog g-o-g and so we see that this thing of gog he is he is like a husbandman he is is chosen to do this now in between those now we we we've got 1461 and 1463 the verse are the the uh um Strong's number in between that is 1462, and and uh, and there is a a, a a word root term connection uh, because that means the locus. and it says from 1461, and 1461 is connected with 1463, 1462. Uh, we we now have a verification of this translation. Uh, of the Septuagint, that that Gog is the king of the locusts. He's he's the king of the locusts, which ties in to when in the in the um, ninth chapter, I believe it is of Revelations, when the keys are given to Lucifer, Satan, and he opens up this bottomless pit, and and there's all these locusts that come out. <coughs> We've showed that there are locusts. That are called praying locusts, and that the praying locus is a, r- a relative of the act of actual locus uh, this is disputed in some areas of of uh, of uh, biology but in other areas it is proven to be <coughs> because there is such a diversity of different kinds of 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 locusts but there there is a connection to the to the mantis the praying mantis uh and and so when we talk about uh in uh, revelations this incredible invasion of these praying mantis uh, we later show how that that is connected to to the gogs which the uh, which the bible says in in around the 20 uh, 20th chapter somewhere in there of revelations is, is that they are going to come from the four corners of 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 the world and and they're going to be in such vast numbers i mean it's 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 a plague you know it's it's a locust plague and and so um it's it's extremely interesting how that so many uh, things are just absolutely connected. They 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 belong together. They're all they're all part of of the story. And by the way, when I say story, that's interesting. Um, if you would would be interested to write this down, it might be uh, a thing you would like to do sometime. If you get. On the internet, and up up in the right-hand corner, usually um, uh, you can ask a question, and and uh, it will bring up data from the internet. If you put on there uh, the story of God uh, from Jerry O. Lee, J. E. R. R. Y. O. Period Lee, L. E. E., the manifested Yatta. If you put that on, uh, you will have pages and pages and pages and pages of manifest writ come up. Uh, I was looking at it uh, last night, and it's quite amazing how that this has carried over into the to the um, uh, the the internet. And and there's that, like like I I went page after page for fifteen pages, fifteen pages. Uh all about uh you know, about God and and all about the, you know the manifest word and and i didn't take it beyond that i'm sure that it probably went more than 15 pages i just stopped there after 15 pages of of it giving all these different uh, teachings and connections even to the radio broadcast so uh you might look that up uh the story about god uh, jerry o lee uh the manifester yada and and uh, you know you might find that handy sometimes to to get into to different uh, information of our teachings. Okay. So um, oh, <laughs> I'll tell you some more while we're on this. A uh, little bit of a bragging subject. Um, recently there was someone bragging about uh, that is fairly well known. I won't mention his name. About uh, that uh, you know he, he he gets about 82 people a day come on his site and and. Um, um, and and uh, you know it ad- adds up to about uh, little, you know a little over two thousand people a month and 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 God uh, bless that 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 's good because uh, this particular person uh, uh, teaches uh, uh, quite a few manifest things that I taught him years ago, and uh, although he doesn 't m- give us any credit for it, um, it is nevertheless the Word of God going forth and uh, I was mentioning it to uh, our um, uh, you know, uh, our, our director, who's over uh, the programming, and and um, uh, which is Brian, and and Brian says, "Well, uh, Jerry, he says you've got you've got many more times than that, people." That are that are uh, tuned in and uh, listening uh, to the broadcasts that are in on the uh, uh, on the blogs and and all the the writs he said uh, it 's considerably larger number than that and uh, and I said, well, you know that's pretty amazing because we've never been on uh, coast to coast we've never been on any of the national kind of broadcasts and yet uh, just from the word of mouth, uh, we uh, now have, you know, this uh, large number of people. Uh, on Star Rise, for instance, we've got uh, some of the posts there that are like uh, 85,000 to around 90,000, uh, 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 you know, hits and uh and uh it's it's just quite amazing how that this message is growing uh i also n- noted the other day um that there was uh someone that came out uh with um uh the term domain and that they said there was this uh, group uh this they were uh, actually a, a huge um uh, alien world called the Domain, and uh, they were involved with, uh, with, uh, you know, um, overseeing the planet here. Uh, it's interesting that for uh, 50 years I've been teaching about the first domain and and how that that is the heaven of heavens, and uh, this. Teaching has gotten out over the uh, over the internet, and uh, I've I've noticed that there are certain names uh, like uh, you know d- you know that I have uh, received from the Lord, which were not dictionary names. Now I'm not saying Don Name wasn't, but but there are other names that were not dictionary names. They were manifest names, and there are other people now uh, uh, in their. Uh, Presentations using those manifest names that they could only have gotten if they came on our site because they're not in the dictionary, and and I just want to thank God for for the word because the Bible says that whether the the Christ of a, pre, a pretension is preached or, or the pri, Christ of goodwill, nevertheless. Christ is preached and so that's what we want we want this word to get out uh, uh, we're, we're not to want to become indifferent and, or angry or jealous or grievous uh, if other people come in and, and, and uh, do what they do uh, uh, it would be, it'd be uh, proper and, and right if they would just give mention of us and give some credit uh, to us but uh, uh, blessed be the name of God uh, for what God is doing. Now back to Our our story for today. Um, Now, as we begin to understand all these things, and we begin to understand that uh, uh, a little bit about about the 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 Gog people, the the Lydians, the Lydians. Uh, the, the Lydians, as I said last week, were also involved, uh, with, with the list, uh, that it gives in Ezekiel of those who were defenders of Tyre and Tyrus. And, and, uh, uh, though that is the, the the island that, that, uh, could not, could not be conquered Uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar tried, some of the great uh, uh, world uh, uh, armies and nations tried and only until Alexander the Great uh, scraped up uh, the sands and the dirt and filled in the sea and made a causeway between uh, the Lebanon coast uh, 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 sands and Tyre uh, was he able to defeat that 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 city because in it were the were the Ludes, the and and the the L U D uh were were uh, were uh, that's another name for the Lydians uh, that's just in a you know different transliteration and and that is all connected uh to gog that name is connected to gog and so so uh how how is 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 that important it's extremely important and i've done teachings on that and if you if you go uh to ezekiel uh and 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 just take a a peek at the let's say look at um Let's go over to, the, to 27, uh, Ezekiel, uh, and, the, and uh, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Now, thou son of man, take up a lamentation for Tyrus, and say to Tyrus, O oh, thou art situated at the entry of the sea, which are a merchant of the people for many isles. Thus saith the Lord God, O Tyrus, thou hast said, I am a perfect beauty. Um, now it goes on and it, and it says some extremely interesting things. Uh, you have to understand that uh, that um, the Lydians under, under under the uh, uh, the Gogs or under uh, you know uh, 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 Gaijis uh, the, the Gogs uh, they were a powerful nation. Uh, you you would be amazed how powerful in fact they were so confident uh under the uh, uh, uh Croesus uh who was a uh, an offspring a direct offspring of 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 Gog Magog G- um he decided to take on um the the, the empire of the persians uh, who at that time were under the leadership of the of the great uh, Cyrus, who was a, was a powerful general and had huge armies, but they were not afraid, and they went and they took on one they took on one of the major cities of of Persians and defeated them, and made all of those people to be slaves, and then eventually uh, uh, Cyrus uh, came against uh, the the Lydians and uh and there was a a stalemate uh they were not able to beat him and uh and uh and uh but uh it did force uh the um lydians to to re uh a group at sardis their capital which is one of those church cities that i mentioned uh in the uh middle uh middle uh east uh minor asia asia minor and um, then eventually, uh, there was another major war, and finally the Persians were able to beat uh, the Lydians and then, you know, uh, take them over and be be over the Lydians. But that just goes to show you how that they were able to stand. I mean, they were able to stand against the against the Persians who defeated the Babylonians and took over their nation. And, and they were able to defeat them in, 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 you know, in some of the battles. They were, they were a very uh, uh, small but powerful nation. So they, had, uh, they were famous for their archers. Their archers w- were just uh, uh, the top of archery. And, and, and so some of those archers were involved in defending Tyre. And one of the reasons and the connections is because Lydia it's the first nation that is in in history is was involved in uh in making coins they minted the first coins out of alloys and 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 uh that that you know represented the value of gold and silver and and uh and so and some uh you know precious metals and so they not only were the first n- nation to to do that. But they were actually the first nation that really opened up the trade routes uh, uh, by by uh, merchandising and getting getting world trade uh, in, in a major operation. So they were involved. Now that is very, very important because a lot of times we think in terms of, you know, the merchants, uh, uh, dice and all of that, just being exclusively uh, 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 Babylonian. But, the connection to Babylonia is when we connect this thing of, 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 of Gog all the way back, uh, and as I explained last week to, to, to Baal, uh, because it talks about Baal Gog, uh, in the Bible. And when you make that connection, uh, that takes you all the way back to the father of Nimrod, who, who was the first king of, of Babel and, 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 you know, the, therefore, the king of Babylon, and 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 he was a, a great archer, and you begin to see the connection. It's all through the Bible. It just it's just incredible. Let's go on with this thing entire. You got to make this pretty fast. We're in the twenty seventh chapter of Ezekiel, um, and it talks about in verse five. Um, it's, uh, verse 4 thy borders are in the midst of the seas thy builders have perfected thy beauty and uh, it talks about uh, th- the trees have taken to make ships and and uh, then in verse 10 it says they of Persia and of Lud." now that L-U-D that's talking about Lydia uh, of Pud were in thine army now I told you this was the case last week here's the scripture for it these people from Lydia, which were the Gogs, were part of, of, of the army of Tyrus defending that. Now, if you skip over to verse 20, uh, chapter 28, it says, The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Son of man, saying to the prince of Tyrus, Thus saith the Lord God, because thy heart is lifted up, and thou hast said, I am a God, and I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man, and not God, though thou hast set thy heart as the heart of God. Behold, uh, behold! now get this, get this, verse 3, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hid from thee. With thy wisdom, and with thy understanding, thou hast gotten thee riches, and hast gotten thee gold, and silver, and treasure. By thy great wisdom, by thy traffic, hast thou increased thy riches. Thy heart is lifted up because of thy riches. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, thou hast set thine heart as the heart of God, and therefore I will, I will bring strangers upon thee, terrible nations, uh, you know, they shall bring thee down to the pit uh wilt thou yet say verse nine uh before him that slayeth thee i am a god now the important thing here of this connection with with tyrus uh tyrus is um is being shown as as a uh a person almost like a like a a a lucifer satan and um uh, because it goes on down in verse in chapter 28, verse 12. Get a hang of this. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealeth up the sum of wisdom. Here we have the ring, the seal, the ring, the king's signet. We have the ring of, of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. This is no small thing. This is... Connection then of the Gogs to Tyre connects the king of Tyrus all the way back to the Garden of Eden. This is a connection of the Gogs for the story throughout the entire whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Thou hast been in, G- in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardius, topes, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the garbuncle, and the gold. Thy workmanship, and thy tablets, and thy, and thy uh, pipes was prepared in thee in the day thou wast created. Thou art the appointed cherub. This This isn't just a man. He's a cherubim angel. Thou art the appointed cherub that I have set so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God that hast walked up and down in the midst of the uh, stones of fire. Now, the word Tyrus, why the word Tyrus? And we've explained this to you. Because the word Tyrus actually means rock. And, and uh, we have two references to Rock. Uh, that That are opposite of one another, we have the reference of the rock of ages, God Jesus Christ, we have the references of uh, the other rock that it mentions in the old testament and and, and the other rock, of course, is the the forces dark. And so we have these two rocks. So Tyrus actually meant rock, and it was talking about this other rock. And then it is described here being this Luciferian uh, cherub, and and uh, and who was claiming to be God, who who uh, uh, you know at times uh, has uh, by his essence, uh, ta- uh, its essence, uh, possessed human beings and and has used them uh and their their fleshly ability and has made them wise beyond all the other humans now this nation tyrus was very uh very rich but so was lydia they 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 were known for their their wealth and and uh they were known for, for their riches so they were both involved in this trade thing, which is one of the things in Revelations it talks about. In, in Revelations it talks about, you know, uh, the merchants and, and the ships and, and all this trading and, and, and its destruction in one hour and, and that story. Okay, we're going to take a break uh, and we'll be back. all right thank you Janet Lee. let's go right on with this thing on on Jaiji's uh, uh, okay um, this kingdom of of Lydia uh, came uh, approximately after the Neo-Hittite kingdom had disintegrated the Hittites were a great and powerful nation that uh, sometimes were uh, almost on a par with Egypt um, uh, this was the 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 iron ages and um uh you know uh Gyges called uh, uh, Gug, uh g u g u king of of ludu or lud l u d d u uh which is assyrian inscriptions um he enthroned himself uh, by and made and devoted himself to making uh, Lydia a military uh, power, and as I said, its capital in Sardis. Now there were five uh, Lydian kings; they were all descendants of of, of uh, Gyges. Um, even in the year 325, uh, when the uh, the Council of uh, 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 Nicaea, which um, was the forming of of Christian doctrine. um, And this is very important. uh, There were representatives there from the diocese of Lydia uh, called bishops. And they were represented at the Council of Nicaea in uh, 325 and in later ecumenical councils so they have been involved people in the and and there were there were, there were different colonies in um uh uh, uh, uh uh lydia of of jews that lived there and there were there were christians that lived there now just to get an idea of where this Place in in uh, uh, Asia Minor was it is now the nation of Turkey, and that helped you you know and and they're off of the Black Sea and 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 on one side the Mediterranean Sea, and so uh, it's very interesting uh, connection here uh, when you begin to you know to to see all all the meaning of this. Um, uh, uh Giges was head of the royal guard before uh and and there was a king before uh he uh took over and he was a trusted uh uh head of the royal guard he killed that king and took over and became king himself so he he was uh uh you know pretty uh ruthless uh man uh he had his ideas of what he he wanted to uh to to do and and uh, he struck out to do it um, at the at its greatest extent the kingdom of Lydia covered all western anatolia um, that 's a n a t o l i a western anatolia and then this um this croesus. Uh, uh, who was the last king of the, uh, the descendants of Gyges. Gyges, spelled G-Y-G-E-S. Uh, Crosus, Croesus C-R-O-E-S-U-S. Uh, and as I said, he paid for the construction of the temple uh, of uh, Artemis uh, at Ephesus for the goddess Diane. Um, this isn't minor stuff. This is This is all major history major major stuff we're talking about um the the Greeks coined the term as rich as of Croesus Croesus was so wealthy that um they um uh you know they had this this coined uh, thing they would say you know if you if you could be as rich as Croesus then y- you would have it made and things like that uh gog and magog uh they were controllers of world trade and uh uh they they um uh, you know were they incorporated places like meishek and tubal uh uh and uh you know they there was uh, uh judeo christian principles being uh, uh developed uh in that area later uh, uh, I was um, uh, reading uh, a little writ here about how that uh, without these uh, judo-christian principles uh, and, and believing in those things, uh, some of the great world um, uh, music composers like, uh, you know, Beethoven uh, and Bach would not, would, would not have been known, and great artist uh, Michelangelo. And even the U.S. Constitution is built on the Judeo-Christian uh, theology. So, uh, this is big world stuff, people. Big world stuff. Um, I, I, uh, last night, I came across um, uh, a fellow who, uh, and I can't think of his name, and I hate not to give him credit, but maybe uh, try to remember next uh, week, I'll give him the credit. Uh, and, and he's... Um, an archaeologist and a historian, uh, more of a historian than archaeologist, but he does get into studying and and translating some of the uh, cuneiform uh, ancient Mesopotamian tablets and so forth. Um, and he has a lot of knowledge, and and he writes. And uh, and of course, I've already taught this, but you know, now I I find this verification by this uh, you know rather expert on the subject. And uh, he writes that the term Gog comes from uh, G-O-G-I-D, Gogdig, Gogdig, and G-O-G-I-D dynasty. It was a dynasty that ruled the country of Lydia in western Anatolia, A-N-A-T-O-L-I-A, from 716 to 546 B.C. The founder of the Uh, A dynasty was a man the Greeks called uh, Gyges who ruled from 716 to 644 BC. In Mesopotamia, cuneiforms uh, uh, of his name was written as Guji, G-U-G-I, uh, which in English would be pronounced as Gog. Gog's descendant who ruled the country until 545 BC have been called by historians the Gogit dynasty, G-O-G-I-D dynasty. Uh, in the uh, Semitic language, uh, the noun of place for Gog is Magog. So Magog is simply the place where the, the, uh, the Gogid uh, dynasty ruled. Uh, and this was during Ezekiel's time. Uh, Lydia in Western uh, Anatolia uh, is called Turkey Today. Now, the older Semitic term, A-G-A-G-A, alif gemil grind, uh, meaning to set on fire, to set ablaze a place of fire. The people who dwell carelessly in the isles, the Bible says. Uh, so we we see that there are references to these people, in the Bible, and and uh, and uh, th- th- these were about the Greek uh, Ionians who lived on the islands in the Aegean Sea, uh, S-E-A, uh and were subject to the rule of, of uh, Croesus. Uh, this is uh, C R O E S U S. Uh, the offspring one uh, uh, of um, of a uh, Gog, last of the Gogit kings, G O G I D kings, Ezekiel provo- pro, uh, provided this statement to give evidence referring to uh, Lydia. Um, so Gog and Magog controlled the wealth and world trade, and were the were the first ones to to uh, uh, to make money, and and that's interesting. The Bible says the love of of money is the root of all evil. Uh, if you sort of looked at it in an unusual way and said, "Oh, ha!" So they were the first ones to coin this money, and and they were in love with the merchandising and the money and the riches, and and um, they used their riches to build this. Uh, things like the Temple of Diane, which was one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, the love of money is the root of all evil. We're getting into a root here of evil. We're getting into this hoary, deep pit. Uh, this dark dawn, uh, that, that has been, uh, in the Bible, but people have not been able to comprehend it because of its diffusion throughout the pages of the Bible and the different names and, and not being able to, uh, Put the relativeness of those names together in a continuity to understand that this Gog Magog is a gigantic subject that that passes all the way from Genesis to the book of of Revelation and in the book of Revelation, and um, uh, so so uh, uh, the the Lydian Empire they controlled. Um, uh, you know, uh, a big, vast amount of the of the mining of gold, tin, and iron, with the mines that that they were over, and they they had a firm grip on the sea routes between the Black Sea and the Mediterranean. Uh, so so they were involved in many of the land routes, uh, you know, uh, uh, to Europe uh, and and other parts of Asia. So this is nothing minor. This is major. Now, we talked about how Gyges was out in the field and, and there was an earthquake, and he went into this cave, and there was this big bronze, huge, gigantic, uh, s- uh, uh, statue of a horse, and that inside it was the, the body of a king, uh, who was skeleton, skeletal remains were there, and on his, uh, hand, uh, uh, f- uh, finger was a ring, and Gyges got that ring, and, uh, uh, then he, uh, he found out that if he turned the colic of the ring around, he would become invisible. And he all kinds of powers that he got from this ring. Now, some people won't say that's just a myth, that didn't happen. But uh, don't, don't, don't be too sure about all those kind of things. And, I, and last week we talked about the different kinds of rings. People say, oh, there's not that, hardly any rings mentioned in the Bible. Yes, there are. And, and, uh, and we talked about uh, the, the seals that 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 those are talking about the king's seal and 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 that comes from a ring and so all these seals that it mentions of sealing up God's people is is the holy ring and there is a holy ring and then there is the evil ring there are two different kinds of rings and someone says yeah but now those would just be spiritual no they wouldn't just be spiritual they would be physical and spiritual and and that would be in both st- cases. Uh, if you if you take this back in your in the study, and you go back into this study, you will find like emerald. Uh, had certain radiant uh, kind of of aspect to it, and and you go back to to uh, to when um, the breastplate was made, and and these various stones and 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 all these things are connected in a way uh, both to to have a physical representation of the spiritual, and Paul in his teaching says, you know that you can understand things about the heavens by seeing things in the physical so there is a physical ring and there is a spiritual ring now a spiritual ring would be like the halos the nimbus and and um, uh, these rings are also called glory and there are various levels of glory, so various intensities. Now, when Moses came down from the mount, um, the Bible says that there was this shining that came out of his face. But if you look it up in the, in the concords, it talks about these rays that came out of his head. And and so when Michelangelo saw that, he thought that that must mean that Moses had horns on his head. So when he drew the art of, Mo- of Moses, he drew Moses with having two horns. Well, uh, that's all right, because horns symbolically mean power. And 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 uh, they can entail this radiance, you know. So when it talks about the beast with the ten horns, and, and it talks about the antichrist with the horns, uh, there is an understanding there. Even you know, you, you know, when it, it it talks about the horn, there's a there's a spiritual side to it as well as an evil dark side. And so when uh, this these rings. Like the spiritual ring, there is a spiritual ring and and uh, and there 's much that can be said about that in the story of the Artrusians, uh the father 's house people and one day I will be able to tell that story in a greater detail but uh, there is a physical ring, and the physical ring can can do wonders because it 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 allows there to be a a, a root con uh contact uh with the spiritual uh root and we we can find this uh you know uh in in a lot of different scriptures uh like uh, revelations four two through five it talks about this this emerald uh, and 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 it created a rainbow around about the throne in the sight of Unto an emerald, and uh, and then uh, this thing that I told you about with the breastplate in Deuteronomy 28:27, uh, all connected, all connected to this thing. So these these physical rings have crystal stones that ground the halo energy of the kings, and who are to be kings? The Bible says you are going to be kings and priests, which when. Priest is properly uh, translated, it actually means queen. And, uh, because the priest represents the church, the church represents the woman, the woman represents the queen. And you have, you have the kings and the queens. And so you naturally are right there into the, the ring signet of a king, which means the authority of the king, the divine authority. And, and, and when these physical rings are spiritual and, you have uh, the capability to know how to turn the, the colic, collet, of the ring around, and which directions to turn that. It releases energy, and these rays that were coming up out of the head of 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 of, uh, of um, you know uh, Moses. Uh, when he came down from the mountain, he had been up there with the glory, and he and and in Psalms it describes the the uh, all of the. Twenty thousand chariots and angels that were uh, hovering over the mount uh, when when the covenant was being revealed, and all of this was connected. Moses was really into this and and this connection of the rings of of of, of glory that that was over him and that shrouded him uh, is all part of this of this mystery of the rings and all part of this connection uh, on the dark side uh, to to the ring of of Gyges and how that there is a story about that king uh which I won't get into still yet because I for sure don't have time today but but uh uh as we begin to see like in these halos of even natural rings uh in uh, those people that are jewelers they they know that there are uh radiances that come out of the diamonds and and they have terms uh, describing uh these uh, these uh you know different kind of rings, like there is what is called a a high set halo and um, then there is uh what is called rings that have a um, a hollow uh, that that the airline uh, is flush with the ring and th- this is a literal scientific jewelry type of thing in which. These rings actually, they're able by, by really a deep photographic uh, method to be able to see <coughs> the reflection of these halos that come from off of some of these uh, you know, uh, set stones and and some of them make an actual high set halo and others make a, a a halo that is flush with the ring itself those are all real things so the different colors the auras the halos uh, uh you know uh that they can be sensed both in the spiritual evil side of things and the spiritual good side of things and and so this there there is a a physical radiant light uh, that grounds out and connects with the spiritual radiant light, and and it's not just a motif. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, and we're and we're not we're not talking uh, anything of uh, imaginative or magic here. <coughs> the loftiest light is called the glory and 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 uh but this also connects to the nimbus which is another uh, way of talking about a nebula a vapor a cloud or a a a uh, uh a halo uh which which is an aureola type of light so there's another kind of ring uh uh uh, and 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 that 's not all we we could get more into it, but going back just real fast before I get on this other subject I want to cover uh you know when we, when we when we get back to 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 uh the thing of the connection with uh saturn and 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 with with um, uh, Nimrod and his father, who was baal uh who was uh, into the sun god and lightning and thunder god uh we we also know that uh Astara, or Astaroth, uh called the queen of heaven uh was was the wife of um uh, of Nimrod and and these these connections have gone on they haven't stopped uh you know they they uh, they 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 go They go on and on and on and and uh, uh, they just keep moving like sort of like this uh, familiar spirit connection that I mentioned last week. It just keeps moving from one person to another and and uh, uh, that that king that was in that uh, bronze horse evidently did not get a chance. To pass on his familiar spirit to another human being but it was the energy of it was in the ring so when gyges got that ring he picked up that familiar spirit and 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 uh, and that's what made him you know the the gog connection uh, it's it's just uh, so interesting nimrod you know lived just after the flood of noah and was aware of much of the oral and unforgotten uh, uh stuff that had to do with with satan and 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 uh, uh all, all all things about the earth that that have been lost uh he understood you know so 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 much of that uh, you know uh and and as we said uh, Nimrod was married to Ishtar which is the same the same as those other names that I mentioned and their child Tammuz uh he was he was uh, uh a sun god became a sun god so this is so important it's all connected into Bilgeba, the lord of the flyers or flies uh sons of aliens and and uh it, it is' it's an incredible statement now here 's what we have to understand here 's what we have to get, and that is that the reason Earth is in such a a mess, the reason there is all of this um, gog uh, power uh, you know uh, of, of of darkness that that is everywhere around uh, the reason that um, uh, some of this happened over in Asia Minor. Uh, the reason there is so much of the Word of God that has vanished, is in an, in an invisible form, so much of the history that has vanished, uh, is because uh, there is a force out there that is trying to keep the truth from being known and to get out. And that truth goes back before the foundations of the world. Uh, the Bible talks about the glory, in the book of of Corinthians, it talks about, I believe it's Corinthians, the book, the the, the glory that belonged to us. It belonged to us before the foundations of this world. And what we are doing is we are digging up the story of that glory. And we are reiterating it. Now, the Bible says in Hebrews 2.7, Thou madest man a little lower than the angels. Um, So, when we were put in that uh, position uh, of being made a little lower than the angels, we have to recognize that when this this tabernacle called man was made, it was m- made purposely to be a little lower than the angels. And, and by that statement being made, there is uh, an insistence and, and there is a, a, a connectiveness being accentuated that... Um, uh, this was a penalty that they were at one time uh, you know uh, equal with the angels, and in fact the bible the Bible tells us in luke twenty thirty six uh, that in the resurrection they 'll not die anymore, and for they are equal unto the angels, so when we connect the being equal unto the angels uh with having been made a little lower than the angels, we then see that at one time we were angels, and then we were made lower than the angels. But when we overcome this lower than the angel state, which is which is the fall into matter, which is to fall into the human uh body, uh, then we will be we will resurrect, we will be free from this body, and we'll become equal with the angel status we had before. And and but as a as a mortal, the Bible says, man has no preeminence above a beast, for all is vanity. That is Ecclesiastes 3.19. All go to one place, all are of the dust, all turn to the dust again. And that's Ecclesiastes 3.20. So out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, Genesis 2.19. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Now, people get confused when we teach that that Jesus Christ sold Adam and, and that, that Adam is son of God as it tells us that he is in the in the genealogy of Luke. Um, and they, they get confused how that... that Christ you know could ever be connected to being made out of out of dust. Well, all human flesh comes from the dust, even the baby Jesus had a body, a body uh, of mortal a uh, uh, mortal earth and and um, and although his, he, he was engendered within with that diadem of the Holy Spirit. but uh, we have to understand that this being made from the dust is going on when a When a mother gives birth to a baby, that is still a process through the generation of of the elements that are in that human body, the mother uh, that are all basically ingredients uh of of the minerals and and uh, the various uh, uh atomic uh, and molecular uh, structures that are that are, are are earth and uh so so even uh as new babies are being born of mothers, they're still being made of the earth. That is still going on. Okay. Now let's let's move quickly here. Uh, and, and and the Lord formed man uh, for, uh, the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And this is where the differentiation took place of Adam from the other humans, uh, where he was uh, 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 breathed into a, a soul, a spirit soul, and that is a different kind of soul than the body soul. And, and so the other human beings... Uh, you know uh, that lived, which are described as the the four rivers. You know the Gihon, the Hedekel, the, 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 the all these d- the different uh, uh, other rivers that that it mentions, uh, Euphrates. Uh, you know the, these these are, are were all other types of life that lived, and and I think uh, when we go back in time, that when we go way way back in time. Uh, we will begin to see some of these truths. You know, approximately 10,000 years ago was the end of the Ice Age. And at that time, when the ice began to melt, uh, uh, there later came the flood of Noah. As a result of that, uh, they do not have the right... um, the right time uh, that th- that they have tried to uh, you know uh, figure from the Bible, they have not got the right time. It goes back as as the manifest teaches, like almost ten thousand years uh, to to the time of the flood that happened, and all the coastlines, even after the flood settled down from covering the whole world, uh, it it ended up uh, settling uh, for quite a long period of time, uh, three hundred to four hundred feet high above the, the the regular coastline and so so uh, uh it had the capability of destroying uh you know uh all the things that existed atlantis for one thing uh, uh and and many many other kinds of of uh of uh ancient uh, uh type of people that were were not soul people and and they were you know there, there's been there's been civilizations that have lived on this earth uh, before Adam, and and you know it's being discovered. More and more things are showing up from from um, uh, archaeology, and only five percent of the sea uh, uh, depths have has actually been explored. So when all of this begins to really come out, this story of the longevity of time that the manifest has been teaching, it's going to be proven to be true. Okay, so oh, we've got. Um, uh, you know, uh, Jesus saying, I charge you before God and the Lord Jesus and the elect angels that thou observe these things. This was uh, actually Timothy speaking through Christ. First Timothy 5.21. There are elect angels. Some of you are elect angels. You've reached a place where you're a destinata and, and uh, you're Angel, when once you have have uh, you know been born again from above, and that being born again from above uh, is not conversion. That's, that's way beyond conversion. It's the knowledge of who you were uh, before you fell to the earth into these uh, earthly bodies. And and so Job um you know thirty eight tells the story of the sons of God and the morning stars, uh who were shouting and and they were interested in the creation. They were so excited, but then later uh Lucifer does his tricks and there's this, this great fall. Uh but you know, this fall uh when it talks about it falling as lightning, uh Satan falling as lightning. Uh, it's, it's not really talking about sp- uh, just speed there. It's talking about about the, the rod of Satan. And, and it's talking about all of the connections of the things that Lucifer, Satan, was doing in the heavenlies and, and in the galaxy. Uh, and 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 on Earth and the dinosaurian creations and all the things that that were being done by Lucifer Satan uh, before he was uh, stopped and and his right to be the covering angel was taken away from him. If you don't know those things, if you don't get those things down, you you, you miss out. The the Bible talks about that. All nations have been made of one blood. Now, when you use the word uh, made, uh, that is a process of making something out of something else. And and it's not the same as we're instantly created uh, to be that way. Uh, uh, it, it, when they are now saying that they can actually find and prove, because they have done a g- genome on the Neanderthal, and now they can prove that there are s- certain segments of the race Quite a bit of the race of the human beings on the planet Earth that have Neanderthal genes in them and 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 so uh that's a different kind of blood, and yet the thing of it is, it is not the dominant blood; there is a dominant blood, and Christ has made that dominant blood to to be all one of mankind and and so the Neanderthal is not leading the way, it's not the dominant, you know, but it is there. So now we understand what it says it was made. We have that process. Uh and 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 it was a latolution. It was a process of time in which uh there was kept being and evolving in and 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 getting the race so it was of a one blood and eradicating uh you know, like by the flood of Noah, by other uh uh methods that have been used of of the angels of God, the seraphims the cherubims uh to f- try to get this earth to where there were no aliens living among us. well, Satan is doing everything in his power to to uh revitalize that alien uh and and have aliens living among us soulless people uh there is a day coming uh, we're not there we're not there, there yet, okay now um when we when we when we look at the um at, at this whole whole thing um uh, about uh how how man you know came to be was an angel and uh and we we begin to see these scriptures uh uh, uh because we wonder how we could have ever been an angel when, as humans, there are such disgusting atrocities of uh, humanity against humanity, and and the insidious attitudes that so many of the people have, wonder how that man could have ever been an angel. Check out these scriptures: Matthew twenty-two thirty, First Corinthians six three, Luke twenty thirty-six, Psalms one o four four, Jude one six. Uh, Must much, much less a God, as it says in Psalms eighty two six, but mankind is still then called sons of God, Romans eight fourteen. So what is man that thou art mindful of him? It's it's a history. It's about who we were before we fell, and and this is something that has to really, totally be understood. Um, you know uh, mankind is created a little lower than the angels hebrews two seven and that leaves but one explanation because of the angels' uh, uh promiscuous follies they fell from their first status as angels job four eighteen jude one six and experienced degenerations that has produced amnesia and a loss of recognition of everything and and um uh the, the scripture talks about shall thy wonders be known in the dark and thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness so that this memory of, of and cognizance of all those things have been lost in this land of forgetfulness. That's Psalms 88.12. So uh, there were other fallen angels not just the Ophanim. <coughs> there were the co-owned angels <coughs> that were uh, angel cherubims co-owned with, with, with Lucifer, and they became devils, and and their punishment was different than the punishment of of the fallen angels or the failed messengers that that were once ophanims and became uh, be, be, became humans, and uh, there's a lot to be said about that, but we can't cover everything. Um, now, God tells us that He can do anything. Uh, he tells us that uh, that He could raise seed even yet unto Abraham from mere stones of mineral contact. Uh, Matthew three nine. Uh, we know that then that that uh, that that is not inconceivable by the grace of the Savior. Uh, Romans five fifteen. Even the savage beast and man. Uh, can be transformed to an angel. So um, we must not let history escape us. We must find consistent evidence that God seldom uses any unknown or unrelated plan to make something. For by his own word, it says, that which is sown is that which will be reaped. So it's apparent that if nothing is put in, it is certain nothing will come out. You can check that out in Isaiah 41, 24, 1 Corinthians thirteen two, John fifteen five, and that God's own design and law is what the ultimate plan of God is to bring about the ultimate deliverance. And so, there are levels of uh, graduation, just as from babes to children, and from children to men. 1 Corinthians 13:11, and these levels of graduation uh, from pure energy producing evolving generations, evolving generations to image spirits, image spirits to angels, angels to sons of God, sons to fathers or gods. Uh, 2 Corinthians 3:18, 1 Corinthians 15:37 and 39 through 40, Rome, Romans 8. Twenty-nine, Ephesians 1 1.5 5, 1 5, hardly then are the angels whom the Bible calls mighty, 2 Thessalonians 1.7, and men who the Bible calls beast, a natural graduation from one level to the other, e- Ecclesiastes 3.18, but rather the angels unwillingly because of the gravity of their sin became beast, Romans 8.20 that they themselves might see how that Simple evils can beget monstrous deeds. So we begin to see there are many generations of time and that in these uh, major uh, generation of time there was not one son of the fallen angels that came forth. And there had to be, as it says in Revelation 5, 1-6, a savior, who could come forth and who could read the book, and that turned out to be Yahweh, Jesus Christ. And and he he came forth being the only sinless brother and leader of the fallen comrades. He therefore gave himself by God's will to the burnings, Isaiah thirty-three, fourteen through sixteen, that is the cycle of births and death. 2 Corinthians 11.23 of the carnal beastly progenerations, that he might pierce the veil of flesh and lead the, the, his captive brother to the submission of the Father God. And after living as Adam, Melchizedek and others, he perfected in Jesus Christ and became, became, which that's a process, the author of eternal salvation. So we see as Uh, I'm running out of time and I'm going to to have to bring this to a close. But we we see that there are so many incredible things. Uh, Romans tells us, uh, Romans 5, 12 through 21, Death passed upon all men for all had sinned. Wherefore by one Man's sin, one man's sin entered into the world and death because of sin. So this sin was not in the world. It didn't take place on this earthly planet. It took place, it took place outside. And that's why it says man's sin entered into the world and death because of sin and sin prior to the law of mortal conduct. That's just a fast buzz on this thing. I just didn't have time to do the whole story. But we will continue next week on this incredible Gog factor and start bringing in some of these other points uh, about the fall and its connection. May God bless you and keep you. May this word live in you and rise as monuments in your mind and in your heart. May God heal you, set you free. God bless you.